0: Welcome everybody to the Minimapcast. My name is Kerry Palmer. I will be one of your hosts uh, for this Minimapcast, which we are recording on the 26th of February. I think it's episode 10 or 11? 11. 11. Episode 11. June's on the ball. Mm -hmm. With me, as always, is June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratatich. Hello. Uh, This is minimap.com.au's bi-weekly podcast about gaming news, about gaming in general, and we ask salient questions about things. Um, <laughs> I really need to... One day I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write an intro and I'm going to nail it. I'm Are gonna, you not? I'm gonna have, it's, I, been, I will. it's been
1: 11 episodes. You should have done that already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I swear I will. Did
2: we have an episode zero for this one?
0: Yeah, we did. So episode, this is the 12th it's episode. Been, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, by the way, we've had one year of game spoilers.
2: Uh, yeah. Yes. I noticed we've, that because we've, tw-
0: we've got episode 0 and we put out episode 11 last week. Yeah, month. but we also what? missed like two
2: months in between What the
0: now. fuck? I think we did for game spoilers. We
2: missed one month. This is, spo- this
0: is oh, irrelevant. Oh
1: yeah, no, we did. This is irrelevant. No one knows what game spoilers is. They're not here so,
0: for So, we're going to talk about what we've been playing, the news of the last couple of weeks. We're also going to talk, uh, as always, we're going to answer June's question in the June's question corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, without further ado, let, let's get started. Um... Let's talk about Anthem. Let's just knock it out. Do, do you
1: guys have final opinions? Is this your final opinion on Anthem, or is this just maybe because I don't know if
0: I'm going to go back? Yeah. I have, I have impressions. Okay. I have impressions. I yeah. So, um, yeah we we played a couple of hours of Anthem. Have mm-hmm. you? Did you go back and play any more after the first couple? Or? Barely.
2: I did like another two missions. Yeah. And I was like, this is so much effort to get into the game, and in between the missions, mm. there's nothing I enjoy.
0: Yeah, so Jeremy and I and a friend of ours, Ollie, um, all, like, jumped on the EA Access train to sort of pay for it cheaply and whatever. Um,
2: Basically, I wasn't very confident with the game when it was going to come out, and I didn't want to pay full price. So yeah. I was like, I can pay $20 and play for a month to decide if I want to buy it. I don't want to buy it.
0: Have you... Okay, so, so we'll... we'll... We'll go through what we did. We played it like one or two days after the Early Access dropped, like on that weekend.
2: We played the day Early Access dropped.
0: Oh, right, okay, it was that Saturday for us. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um And it was interesting because I still found I still enjoyed the sort of movement and flow of gameplay, which I've spoken about before when I played the beta. (laughs) And um But yeah, there did seem to be when the open world when the when the narrative was opened up. To us, and we were getting access to cutscenes, and we were getting access to uh, the hub areas, and having to go forward and back and sort of the general mission structure, which I don't really feel like we got in the beta. Um, there's a lot of points of like resistance playing this game. There's a lot of. You're in Fort Tarsus, right? Which is this slow, first person only um, exposition hub i guess you know it's only to talk to characters that aren't in the game yeah and it's and like buy things from the shops you can not only good. walk around slowly you can't see your character uh there's not a whole lot to interact it's with it's a
1: bad version of the tower
0: yeah yeah it, it, it it's, it's like
2: the tower except there was no other like players around mm. and yeah. there's no and ball to kick around
0: fast <laughs> yeah
1: my boyfriend's not there
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: And in first
2: person, it's hard to get, like, an easy bearing of it. It's – and it also, it's, like, this area is, like, oh, by the way, it's you controlling the story. And then when you go back out, you're, like, oh, you're actually playing a character because when you're not in Fortarsis, you don't have dialogue options. And your character is constantly having conversations with the other characters. Constantly. And it's really annoying because, like, the subtitles, it's, like – it's just referenced as a freelancer, freelancer, yeah. And so it's like, oh, so I'm playing a character, and then in four Tasks it's like, oh no, it's you, but mm. it's
0: not. They don't have something like, um, like in Mass Effect where your character has a name. So then it's like Shepard, yeah. Is the is the name in the subtitles? What's all the, the time.
1: difference between that and then just calling you know the main character of Destiny the Guardian? Like that sounds.
0: Your guardian thing. doesn't talk.
1: Yeah no, but I mean, like, what's the difference between what you're explaining is bad and Destiny is the, gu- the
2: Guardian. Because putting you in first person sort of makes you... Like, in, in in these story sections make you feel like you're the one that's doing the story. Mm. And
0: you also get to have some dialogue choices in there. That seem pretty tokenistic, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, it, it's
2: it's like the opposite to Destiny where it's like... Like, I, my Guardian, I feel like, is me even mm. though I don't make any choices in that game at all.
3: Yeah. E-
2: even just because I can see my armour.
0: Yeah, And in Bioware, trying to retain some of their um awareness, you know, and keep the, the exposition and the dialogue and the writing there, I think they've made it sort of feel like the choices don't matter so much because it doesn't seem to be like many consequences. And the writing all seems to be fairly disposable. It's all in there, but it's all that sort of background chatter, you know, the, yeah. the stuff that you don't pay attention to in Destiny Missions. And that's the meat of the of the dialogue in this game.
2: I can't think of a single quote.
0: Neither can I. I've I've remembered enjoying. I enjoy some story missions from later on that I played in the demo. The writing in them, I actually enjoyed, and the scenarios and stuff like that. But all of the gameplay stuff, it's all faff, like, um, which is a great shame. Um, now this is this is coming off of about two hours gameplay. So like we did the opening cutscene intro when we got our first javelin and we got the pretense. It's all pretty light. There's not much happening in the first couple of hours in terms of actual gameplay.
2: I mean, like I've done more than that. Okay. And I, I I'm more like I'm more like sad than anything. Because before this game came out, I was like, yes, another Destiny for me to sink a million hours into go through the story i may or may not care about but like i'm excited yeah. just to play a game with like some decent structure and a story which is
0: you've been hungry for that
2: cohesive in a way and like it's like there's there's no like here's where you should go next it's just like oh, i'll go back to the menu and it'll just take you to the next mission and then start it yeah and i don't like i'm i'm not like recognizing places as much
0: yeah, they do just kind of dump you in this gigantic world, and then it's follow the waypoint. Yeah,
2: and it's always from the one spot, as far as I can tell.
0: There are other landing... There are other... There are other landing zones? There are right. other places where you can launch from. Right. Um, but I th- you either have to unlock those, or... I don't know, we didn't see them. Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. It just... It... Like... This game isn't done. <laughs> this, this game shouldn't have been released yet.
0: Yeah. I So, I think we should also talk about the gameplay. Like, so... Something that's been mentioned, and also I feel something to point out as well, We, I, I haven't played since the day one patch. Have you? Yeah, I have. Yeah. You have? Okay. Yeah. Uh, did it improve the loading times at all?
2: I didn't, I mean, I didn't really have, like, so like, uh, looking at the patch notes, it's like, improved loading times for like, older hard drives. Oh. And I didn't notice any major difference. Okay, yeah. Like, I think I, I usually load in first out of the three of us who played. That's a good point, yeah. So I seem to load in fairly f- faster than both of you all anyway, but yep. like...
0: Yeah, so the loading the loading day. times and Fort Tarsus is that sort of resistance that I was saying, where it's just a drag. It pulls you out of whatever flow there is in the game. It's like, all right, we've got to go back to Fort Tarsus. That's like 90 seconds waiting for the, to get load in there. And then it's slow and boring. And then... If you
2: load in last and the mission's already been began by the people who who have started the mission, then you get another loading screen saying, hey, you're outside the mission area.
0: Totally. If you get too far from your friends or they activate the next checkpoint, it's like, you've got 20 seconds to catch up or we're just dragging you forward. You've got
2: 20 seconds to catch up at the same speed that they're going?
0: Exactly. And it's this weird cascade because a lot of the times it's matchmaking as well. So you load in with one random who's just gunning through. And if someone like Ollie was struggling, his hard drive was taking longer than all of ours. So every time he finally loaded in, less than 10 seconds later, he had this warning come up that was like, hey, you've got to catch up or else we're dragging you forward, which would put him into another loading screen, which for him took forever. Mm-hmm. And then he'd hardly get to, hardly get to play sometimes because um, we couldn't stop this other guy from going forward. And, and, um, and it was just this vicious cycle. I think outside of all of those things that we've just spoken about, I still enjoy the gameplay. I still enjoy flying. I still enjoy jumping around, um, trying to be mobile in combat situations in order to keep yourself healthy and not get damaged and stuff like that. Rather than it being a cover shooter, I enjoy the mix of abilities between different um, players and stuff like that. Like it's, it's the the game is there in terms of the actual gameplay. The question is the reason for you to be shooting things and. Doing that gameplay over and over, I don't know whether it sticks in terms of mission structure and um, open world events and stuff, stuff like that.
1: If they release like a big, big, big patch a couple of months yep. into the into this year, I guess would you give it another go?
0: I'm, I'm so I've still got seven hours or something left of my ten hour trial. I am still, I haven't, I haven't signed off on this game yet. Okay. I'm still willing to give it a go. Ollie uninstalled it. Yeah. Um. And I don't know. Jeremy's seem I don't know. I I, mean, when, like, what, did, what did you say before? Like,
2: I've got an exodus. I've got like a giant exodus of space on my hard drive, so I can keep it there if, if I need it. Yeah, I am not gonna like I've cancelled my Origin subscription, so I've got until the end of my month. Yeah, to play it. Um, uh, I was like, you know, in, in relation to your question about if there's a patch coming out that would give it a lot more content. It would have to do a lot more than give more content, like because I I I don't care about everything else around it to even get to the content. I feel yeah, like and I was thinking about this last night. I can't think of a single live service game that EAF supported. Oh, um,
0: you mean like past a year or just at pa- all? Like past a year. Yeah.
2: Um, I know this was there like Battlefront.
0: No 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 Battlefield Battlefield Four and One. Um, they 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 did a lot of work on Battlefield Four for a long time. Not so much one, like years and years. Maybe not so much w- one.
2: One they just did there, like announced. Yeah, but uh, Battlefield Four came out in two thousand and thirteen.
0: Yeah, but they supported <laughs> it for like two to three years after that. Right. Okay. Like r- basically, right up until Battlefield One came out. Hardline. No one.
2: Well, that was supporting it while Hardline was still going.
0: Yeah, because Hardline didn't Hardline didn't really go.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. That's, yeah, I mean, that's only one I can think of, honestly. Like, um, th- they've been they've been doing decent support for Battlefront 2, um, which is fine. Like, that, they're adding more and more content, which is good.
0: Still? Because we're outside yeah. of that first year now. Yeah.
2: Okay. They're adding Anakin versus Dooku. Um, oh, that's cool. Um, which is kind of neat. Uh, and they added that Genosis map, like, two months ago or so. Um, but, like, I, I don't have enough faith in EA to keep pushing this game forward, especially with their ridiculous expectations. Yeah. Um, and... with, like... Especially with, like, The Division 2 is coming out in a month. Mm-hmm. And I know what that game is. And I know I'm going to enjoy that game. And I know that Ubisoft are going to support that game for a lot longer.
0: Oh, Ubisoft is so good with their support.
2: Yeah. Especially in the past, like, three years. Um, and with, like 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 you know the gameplay is fine i like the flying i don't care about the shooting it like it's not as good as destiny's shooting and it's not enough to make me want to go through all of the hassle to get to a mission to shoot um yeah that's
0: that's that's the the big problem and there's also nothing everything before the shooting yeah
2: and while the flying is fine there's nothing to do while you're flying Yes. It's just, like, managing how much heat I have on my suit.
0: and Which it gets pretty old. Yeah,
2: which is, like... Water seems to be a really big mechanic in this game, which is not really addressed, because the way you cool down your suit while flying is to, like, fly through water or fly fly near water. And it's sort of done in a really... sort of, like... We'll just put water everywhere.
0: Yeah, there's waterfalls everywhere, which is gorgeous.
2: You know, the game will, like... I am so excited for the Anthem art book. <laughs> um, that's about it for this game, I yeah. think. Um,
0: yeah. One thing I will say is I do, um, having watched some of the opening cutscenes and stuff like that, I do actually really appreciate the, the style of like like science fiction fantasy that they're going for here more than I do with Destiny because like, yeah. the magic in Destiny is like, you are a guardian. You are tied to this big floating orb in the sky. It has light. You are fighting the darkness. Mm. That means you can float and throw purple grenades. Great, yeah. Like, and whereas this is like the anthem of creation is this inexorable force, and there's warring factions and people trying to activate artifacts and stuff like that. And that, and that's.
1: I guess that's Bioware that special touch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They've done a really good job of the world. Like, there's this. It's not the opening cutscene, but there's this cutscene that describes the um, the it's the fall of a city. Um, yeah, and I actually really enjoyed it. It was um, it was sort of this Star Wars scale, um, siege battle sort of thing, and you get to see these these um javelins being torn apart and how they act when you know some of their boosters are like you know it's like watching Iron Man fly around when he's got like ten percent capacity mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and they're trying to save kids in the city and there's monsters and stuff like that, and I don't know, I really enjoyed it. I really I I, I, I like the world, but. There's so much in the way of itself.
2: Yeah, and I I enjoyed that cutscene too, but then at the end of the cutscene, I couldn't help but think like nothing in this game is gonna look as cool as that. Mm. Um, like I, like seeing the first mission of Destiny two, the siege on the tower. Yeah, no, that's a good. point. Was like, like the, one of the coolest shit from that Destiny ever pulled.
0: Like the bookends of um the bookend missions of Destiny. Yeah, like like really of really Destiny good. 2, yeah, yeah,
2: like. Going in that giant space tunnel up to the f- thing to fight Gaul um in Destiny two was rad as fuck. And in this, I'm it it's like they made Destiny one and called it Anthem. And <laughs> it, it's like it's no, it's I, been a long
0: time. Honestly, Destiny One felt better than this at launch. Oh my god. Destiny one felt better oh than god. this at Oh my god. When did Destiny yeah, no, one come it, out? 2014 oh my god <laughs> yeah no it did honestly it
2: did because i got through the end of destiny one
0: more than that i got through like 80 hours plus after the end of Destiny. yeah 1, same of end game content like i kept playing and playing in crucible and grinding missions like destiny one had something yeah
2: this, will this kill bioware
0: i hope not but maybe well
2: actually let me rephrase that have EA killed Bioware by putting this game out before it's ready? And whatever the fuck Andro- Andromeda was,
0: maybe.
1: Please say slack. <laughs> no. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's 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 very much like that. It's like, oh, this is this is the bad mode of the game. Let me just push the right build. Sorry, this is from 2016. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel good.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm. I want. I want so much for this game. And I don't think it's going to get it. it
2: An EA and off the site kind of studio to be like, we we'll re, we've released you.
0: We saw that with, oh, yeah, no, that's a good yeah. point. It'll be like, you guys are done. Yeah. We saw it with Andromeda too. It was like, you guys didn't, like, we needed to get this out. It was a project that was in limbo for a while. We pushed it and it sucked. All right, cancel post-release plans. You guys are now yeah, and, and on that- Anthem. And, and, and now anthems like this, it's like,
2: and that's the thing that's really made me worry because, um, this is like, this is a very cherry-picked stat for a, for a headline, I'm sure. But at least in physical sales, yeah, Anthem has done half of what Andromeda did,
0: of what Andromeda in, did,
2: of what Andromeda did in, oh, in the no. UK. Um, you know, it's worth it's worth pointing out that it, I'm sure a lot of people have been playing it through EA Access. Um, yes. But still,
0: I mean, what they got like six dollars out of me. Yeah,
2: and they got they got twenty out of me.
0: There are some people who got like the premiere. Yeah, I mean, well, because that's
2: how that's how you have to pay for that's how you have to pay to play Anthem.
0: Yeah, through through the high tier Some people have bought the whole year. Right. Yeah. So like like there there will be some profits coming out of EA Access for this, but oh man, what a nightmare! I hope I hope it's not that they pull it around. I hope there's a community that sticks with it I hope it I hope it does okay because well, you don't want to see Destiny. a game fail like there's no reason why I would want this to not do well
2: that was what Destiny did when Destiny sort of like floundered a lot at launch a very very active part of the community stayed with them for a long time mm-hmm. um, and that community was the best community I was ever a part of because all the toxic people left
0: yeah that's <laughs> great too honestly yeah
1: Shall we move on to something less depressing?
0: Yes, let's talk about EA's greatest success okay. of the last couple of months oh, rather no. than uh, their failure. Um, we're still playing Apex. Yeah. Which is fun. I like that we're still in on a Battle Royale rather than like dibble-dabbling. and.
1: Last time you heard from me, I hadn't played it yet and I hadn't downloaded yeah, it Yeah, we were sort so of introducing it to yeah. you.
0: June, tell um, us about Apex. Tell us about your experience. Apex legend. <laughs> the the Apex, Apex legend. The Apex
1: legend. It's just... I. It's a more consumable version of PUBG for a wider genre. Wait, a wider audience. Right. Um,
0: what do you think makes it wider?
1: The character design and the character interactions and the UI and inventory management. The everything. The shooting <laughs> everything. And, the, and the performance. The game. The game. <laughs> um, it is... It's also free. Yeah, awesome. that's, Let's not that's, forget that.
0: That definitely helps a larger audience. Um,
1: and it's also... I find it's easier to win when you don't know... Even though you don't know how to play. Like, it, it's easier yeah. to win from a... Even if you haven't put it, like a million like hours into sort it, of you know, yeah. Like I don't think I started winning PUBG until like twenty plus hours, At least. and I've only won like one or two games of PUBG, and I maybe played maybe ten hours of Apex, and I've won two games. So yeah. like,
0: yeah, fair enough.
1: I don't know. Um,
0: that said, I feel like I've been trying to play it like Apex less casually, and like I'm still hunting for a win. Like I've got one, but like as I think I said this last time, like that was with people who didn't not know what they were doing. Like they were right. just bumbling around the house. They were like, ooh, blah blah," and like, <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. um, yeah. I don't know it, it's interesting. At times, I feel like this is a game that I really need to try hard for. Mm. And then I think when I let it go, I have more fun. As, uh, I just, you know, as, as again, I say man. that, I'm like, obviously, um, yeah. No, continue.
1: I don't really think I have anything else to say about it, to be honest. I've just been ooh. playing it for the last two weeks. And
0: what's your favorite part?
1: Um. Good question
0: oh thank you um, I learned from the best oh thank <laughs> you <laughs> do you want me to um, go? <laughs> <laughs> no, just join in
1: <laughs> Um, I think that's really hard
0: okay let me narrow it down who's your favourite character?
1: I like Lifeline mm-hmm. mostly because I've played her the most and I think she's cute yep um, but I don't have any qualms with any of the characters like there's no one that i hate so apart from mirage no i like mirage
0: yeah jeremy and ollie hate mirage because
2: i don't like borderlands writing
0: (laughs) it's not borderlands writing
2: writing.
0: no borderlands writing is more uh just entirely off the wall this guy's just kind of cocky and arrogant and sexy he does (laughs) he does have poo hair though hey i mean like that's hair, one right? of the problems with this. Not all of them. Like, their hair is really like... It's like plasticine. Mm. Yeah. And the way his is they done... They look like toys. ...makes it look like poo. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks. So I'm never going to be able to not say that. So Sorry. Thank you for ruining that for me.
2: That's fine. So, have you all seen the leaks? The... the, the, the Leaks? The, the, you heard leaks of of the new Apex characters? No, like, I haven't. There's like seven new... <laughs> what? Ch- champions. Seven? Yeah, like Surely in, not. in the
0: files already. Oh, wow. Yeah. What it so? What's the what's the uh, top a, level? A lot of them
2: are just like names. Um, I don't remember most of them off the top of my head, but I remember there was one called
0: Watson, I believe. I think we were talking about this last week. Yeah. it going to be something electric. Yeah, Wait.
2: like it wasn't last week, but it was. Um, yeah, uh, he has a thing called like a Tesla grenade or something, and Watts, you know, like W A T T, like the light bulb wattage. The light bulb, yeah, like (laughs) the the singular light bulb that that (laughs) has wattage, um, is obviously some form of electric guy, yep. Um, That's neat, I like that, yeah. Uh, there's more, I don't remember off the top of my head, I don't have the link in front of me, um, but like they are definitely planning more Mm. champions very fast. And I I was thinking about this, um, two days ago when I was playing about how quickly I think we sort of like well, Kara and I, we both have at least one character unlocked, yes, um, I do too. I need to okay. Yeah. Cool. And you get
0: it at about level 20, 25?
2: Yeah, and I was thinking, like, man, like there's only two characters which you don't get immediately. You sort of get them pretty quick, and I realized, like, oh, they're gonna be in, they're gonna be releasing characters really
0: fast. Yeah, it's like Siege. Like as soon as I slept on Siege for like three months, there were like four characters who I had no chance of affording right. anytime soon. Um, it'll be like that. If you keep playing, you're not gonna feel any resistance. But if you jump into it, sort of. Six months later, there's gonna, there's probably half the roster is probably gonna be locked. I here.
1: have no reason to stop playing, though. Is the thing.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm not worried about that at all. And like ten hours to unlock a character.
1: My only, my only reasonable. issue with it is that it's only three people per squad, which is a so, pain in the ass because like we generally have four
0: yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Now that now that we're all on it, totally. And um, I think
2: that comes from a lot of battle royale games being like four people centric, four yeah. squads, and yep. three being like an afterthought. Having this one being three. Like, only. Yeah. Um. I don't
1: think it would change the game too much if they decided a fourth. Kept it as 60 people and decided a fourth. So that T- would took be... Took out
0: two, one or two squads, right? 15 squads yeah. rather than 20.
3: Yeah.
2: I could see it. It would be different.
0: It would be think? different. I think firefights would be more intense because be... they'd just be even more... Because like, that's the thing with firefights in Apex at the moment, right? Is that you pick a fight, you, you're picking a fight with a team. Yeah. And I think firefights would then become even more complex just because there could be... Two people, like on the offensive, one person flanking one side, another person flanking another. Like there'd be there'd be another depth to it. But you're right. I don't think it would change it too much. Bold
1: of you to assume people communicate. In
0: a <laughs> I the ping system, though. Yeah,
1: they do communicate better than anything else. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, maybe you're right. Maybe it'll make it harder. I mean, it already is hard, but maybe it'll make it.
0: I think loot harder. would just be
2: more scarce because towns would be occupied heavier. Mm. Um. And so, like,
1: but there's still the exact same number of players in the game.
2: Yeah, but I mean, is in like, like, if if two squads went to go into one town each to fight, like, whatever's left would be like not a lot. Yeah, like I, I, th- I think, I the only other thing I can think of would be how quickly you can get teammates up in this game. It's yep. generally a pretty quick
0: thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you've got the lifeline, because yeah, she puts her shield down. Although I feel like there's so many times in the last couple of weeks where like I went down, you came to pick me up. They're just and, like around the other side of the shield. Yeah, and as <laughs> soon as, as soon as the shield goes down, they they pick me off again yeah. and I just go down. It was like a it was like a, a knockdown chain.
2: I really love how there's just a little tiny bit of jank still in the game. Like just just the smallest amount. Like I was playing with Ollie and Anna Random, and the random was Lifeline, and I got down I got knocked down on the supply ship at the very beginning of the game.
0: Oh no. As you
2: do. And so Lifeline came over to save me and put their shield up, but the way the shield works is that it stays in the same place and the supply ship was moving. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so so like literally I was down and the shield the shield went up and then went zoop as it stayed in the same place in the air and we kept flying. <laughs> um, useless. Hilarious because then we immediately both got killed because the shield didn't go up properly. <laughs> yeah. Um That's funny. But that was that was that was great. That was really, really good. Um Yeah. So I like how those those little tiny bugs, which I'm sure they can iron out easily. I'm sure they're going to um, as well, yeah. 'Cause they haven't put out a major bug fixing update yet,
0: have they? Not yet, no. So the game still does crash fairly frequently. Oh, my, is... I
1: think mine's the worst at that, right? Yeah, Mine you and, and Ollie, you and Ollie. Yeah. yeah.
0: It it's like it's almost enough to break to break the spell, you know?
1: Oh, like, I don't, not for me at no? least. No? Oh, okay. I, I think, I mean, I'd have a lot of trouble stopping stopping things when I'm into them. Yeah. So, like, um, I find that because Apex games are so fast. They are fast. I always go just like, you know, I'll just play one more, I'll just play one more. And you can Even relaunch when the client. It's so it's so fast to relaunch on my end anyway, so yeah. it's just like, it's not a, not a big issue.
0: Yeah. Like, it would be a problem with PUBG and, like, Fortnite. Fortnite oh, takes forever to load. Yeah.
1: No, I don't um, know. It's 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 got me by the claws.
0: By the Apex? By the... Don't know what that means. Yeah, that's no. that's not a, that's that, of, that, not a that, body part. That ain't it. Sorry, <laughs> that, ain't, um, that ain't it, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was something. Um, I think you pointed it out to me. June was the uh, something that's going around on the subreddit there at the moment is the difference in character hitboxes. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: which I think is probably the biggest hurdle they're going to have to get past very fairly quickly. Um, at the moment. What is
1: what is the solution to that is it make everyone else's hitboxes bigger?
0: So so yeah, just to quickly go over it, it looks like some some characters have hitboxes that are not representative of their character and some characters have hitboxes that are just flat out smaller than others or they've got animations that mean that they like crouch more or stuff like that when they run, so they're just harder to hit. Um, honestly, I think they do need to make it uniform or balance the living heck out of it you know like if you're going to have hitbox differences then it needs to be pristine like you need to have
1: i think overwatch does that well yeah
0: Yeah.
2: i was thinking like this is a class-based game Mm. like this is this this is the overwatch of battle royales Mm. and i think they just need to focus more on just balancing it appropriately for each character
0: absolutely Um, i think honestly they need to like they need to spend like like a month dedicated to making this right yeah like s- like just absolutely perfect
1: so what for example like caustic's hitbox is huge so maybe make give him something more powerful than what he already has like some sort yeah. of ultimate maybe
0: or... um or maybe uh because it's interesting because all of their movements the same speed because and their health yeah, if their movement and health was different, I yeah, think that would change true. it, but it's only their hitboxes, so you can't say mm. he's got a bigger hitbox, but maybe he's a little bit faster down hills or something like that. You can't he's change that. Health. So mm-hmm. The yeah, bigger you are, the faster health. you go downhill, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> <laughs> You actually just roll and your camera spins as you tumble <laughs> down the hill. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. It's like balancing games. is always complex. Mm. Um, but... I, I really want them to get it right. <laughs>
1: I'm excited to see what they do with it. I think.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm. I'm. I think we'll know when they've got it when not every team has a wraith. <laughs> like when, yeah. like every yeah. r- every round when you start and the and it's like introducing your champions and it's like wraith Bangalore and then maybe, maybe Bloodhunter. Um, Bloodhunter, Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll 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 see.
1: Bloodhound.
2: Bloodhound. Isn't a bloodhound. I Blood
1: yeah, not Blood no
0: no no because he one of his intru- well, one of their introductions um is my name is Bloodhunter, you can call me Bloodhunt.
1: That I, like, I don't think that's I, right. I think that's I'm pretty
0: sure it is because I hear it every time I'm like, that's I'm the silliest thing it I've that's, ever heard. That sounds really stupid. <laughs> it does sound really stupid. Um all right well
1: Bloodhound Apex. It's bloodhound, Gary. No, you just look silly. My
2: name I'm Bloodhound, you can call me Bloodhound. <laughs> is that what he says?
1: Is Bloodhunter his ultimate? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Kerry's looking really sad. Now I feel bad.
2: You want to talk about Horizon, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> um, I went back and finished a game. Well done. <laughs> I know. Well done. You went back. I know. I went back to play a game. Not um, a new game. Not a new game, too. Uh, not a game that's getting a sequel anytime soon, either. Mm. Um, or anything announced. I just went back and played Horizon Zero Dawn because I wanted to.
0: Congratulations. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you.
2: Um, I, don't know, I don't have a whole lot to say apart from I just went back and platinumed it, finished all the quests um, and all the side quests and all the errands.
0: Did you go back because you've got a new PS4 Pro? Pretty much.
2: I Because I, okay. I got a Pro and I wanted to see what it looked like on a 4K TV. Do you,
1: did you have the complete edition with the DLC, the Frozen Wilds? No, I
2: bought it when it came out. Then I bought Frozen Wilds. Okay. Um, Frozen Wilds is also one of the best expansions I've ever played. Yep. Really? Um, It's great. It's like... a, It's... You know how like when they made Zelda and Mario expansions and everyone's like well like not not so much Mario but like at least DLC. Everyone's like, wouldn't it be cool if they made a new Zelda zone? Or if they made like a new couple worlds of Odyssey? They did that for this. They're like yeah. there's just a giant section of the map now, which you it's can It's kinda through. cheap too. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> worth it. Like it's and it's like another twenty levels or something mm. and six new enemy designs.
0: That is pretty intense. Um
2: like new armor and like new weapons. Like it was Just the perfect DLC for a game like that. It was a perfect length, yeah. Like, and another good story, um, which introduced like the backstory to one of the factions Mm -hmm. and like what they're doing there, and and they also wrap it into some stuff that happens outside of that zone as well. Um, great, really. Like, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn was one of my favorite games of 2016, Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that DLC was fucking great. People should play that game That game's really fun. never. Yeah. I,
1: I got maybe like A quarter of the way in And I never finished it But right. like Every time I like I see the case Or like See anything about it I'm like Fuck I really want to finish that game Yeah, yeah. It's like It's and like a hearing unique he, game Hearing you talk about it now It's like Maybe I'll just go home And play that right now Yeah Like, like
2: there's, there's nothing really it's like It's right up game. my
1: fucking alley It's just like Zoids
2: Yeah it, it, is, <laughs> it, it, it is Zoids being killed By a girl who's like All the guys hit on her And mm-hmm. she's like What the fuck are you doing She's yeah. very it's good It's great
0: Yeah I th- I'm 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 a very similar way June cuz mm-hmm. like I see like I I bought that game digitally. I haven't uninstalled it since I installed it. Mm. Um But it's the game that I won't touch for months and then when I play it, I play it for like four hour chunks Yeah, and then I don't touch it for another two months.
1: I mean, I'm going to have to, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I feel like I'd say it a lot. I'm going to have to like start it again because I don't feel like it's one of those games you can after you because I haven't played it in about a year. It's It's
0: kind of difficult to get back into it. I was
2: actually thinking, surprised how easy
0: I got back into it. Maybe I should try it because I feel like You'd gotten to the end though.
2: Yeah, i have been in that game, but I haven't played it in a year. Mm.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm smack in the middle of everything. It's hard for me to remember what all the Oh,
2: do you are. mean like story stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That, right, okay, I, mean that, I thought that, I thought you meant the gameplay. That too, no, no, but
1: no. I was actually talking about mechanics. Right. Oh, okay, my um, bad. Maybe maybe I'm just a slow learner or something. But um yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll do it.
2: Like the, the story like it's it's the very beginning is pretty good and it's oh. and then it's sort of like it like lets you just hang around for a bit. Um but I found There was a special moment in the story. I think it was about, like, maybe five or four hours after it really opens up. After there's that, like, trial of the... That test trial thing.
0: Um, Once you get out of the Nora lands. I don't remember now. Um, I think the the first tribe that you're in is the Nora. Yeah, Greater Nora region or something. Yeah. Um,
2: Mother's Crown or something. Yeah. Um, uh, when, When you get out of that, when it really opens up, a few hours after that, at that point I was like... Oh shit. And then I basically like just did the story. Yeah. Which is which is like like for me for the like for that sort of game for me is not common, honestly. Yeah. Um like I did I did a lot of the side stuff as well, but like I was like, Oh, I really wanna know what's happening
0: next. That's interesting, yeah. I for me with open worlds I think we've we'll covered this a bunch, but like I almost all Do always, not one hundred percent this I just game. I just I just do every box. I'm like what's the nearest question mark? What's the nearest question mark? Oh there's one I sort of left behind, I'll go back for it. What's the nearest one? What's the nearest one? What's the nearest one? And I don't stop. Do not one
2: hundred percent this game. You do not need to do the every one hundred percent this game to get the platinum.
0: The people I have heard that have enjoyed this game the most are the people who have just done the story mostly. Like yeah. and then gone back to do other stuff when they want to. So maybe maybe I should just buckle down. Yeah, because because like, I'm already over leveled. You know, right, like,
2: yeah. like and like this like uh, some of the side stuff is good. Like a lot of it's well
0: written. Some of it isn't. Um, I'm, I'm hardly even doing any of that. Honestly, right. it's like do all the corrupted zones, do all the bandit hideouts. Those are
2: good. Like like th- those those tick box stuff is good, because um, they're like fun. Yeah, like it's fun to stealthily take and out the, the of zones and like the cauldrons are all like really unique. Yeah, and especially like getting all of like climbing all those towers of mm. those giants. Oh, uh, the,
0: the the striders. Yeah, whatever they're called. Yeah, no, no, they no, are, no the they striders are, are, are the awesome. ones you ride. But
2: yeah, like they they are they are always really really cool. Long necks. Long. Tall necks. Tall necks. Tall necks. Long is from the 4 time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, this game is like. I'm so excited for Horizon Zero,
0: One. No Horizon One Dawn.
2: Horizon, Horizon <laughs> One Dawn. Yeah,
0: Horizon Zero Midday. <laughs> uh, cool. And then I think the only other thing I want to touch on, just briefly, um, I haven't had much time to play this, but I sat down one night last week and I played the first few hours of God of War. Mm. Game good. Mm-hmm. Game good. It, it's it's interesting. You, it's it's a game that is very very clearly heavily influenced by the last of us Mm. you've got adult you've got reluctant parent figure with willful needs protection but also can do lots of things themselves child figure and like i think it's it's working really well it's got some incredible set pieces just in those first moments like honestly the first act of god of war you still haven't played it yet have you
1: um, no, but I just had the f- the biggest realisation that I actually played a game this month. This w- this last fortnight. Oh, great. So, cool. like, finish this and I'll... Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Sorry. Totally. I, I haven't started God of War yet. I was meaning to, like, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. But I haven't.
0: Honestly, if you're, if you're in the mood for a game and you're not sure if you should pick God of War or not, like, if you're in the mood for, like, a, s- a solo, get through, like, what I would say is the um, first act and you'll know when that ends mm-hmm. and then see how you feel about it. Is mm. it a fight? Yeah. Right. Like, there's... I've heard people talk about, like, this moment in this game and talk about it very vaguely, and I'm doing the same now because it's, honestly, I think, quite incredible. Um, I haven't... I can't think of a moment like it in another game. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, the core gameplay is really fun, and it's... so beautiful. Mm. Like, but yeah, I think... It really b- is. Like, before... The, like this that's 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 the thing i remember when i loaded up the game it starts with you looking at kratos and he's like staring at a tree um so you're just in the forest and that's like the menu screen and then as soon as you hit like play game like that's that's where you start like the menu fades away and then you're in the game um and as soon as i was on that that first screen i was like god i was wish i was playing this in 4k Mm -hmm. like that was the literally my first thought yeah it's stunning just to either get the higher frame rate or the, like, it just didn't matter. And eventually, you know, I got I got used to whatever I was playing at. It's still freaking gorgeous. Um, before that, I would have said the best looking game I'd played was Uncharted 4, but this has topped it. Yeah. This yeah, has I, topped I,
2: it. I think, I think I was saying that when it came out that mm-hmm. I thought this one looked better than Uncharted 4.
3: Yeah.
0: And um. I, 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 I this, couldn't quite believe you, honestly.
1: Does it look better than Horizon? yes yeah
2: i mean like like they're different sort of games that's true yeah like horizon's open as hell this Mm -hmm. is not
0: yeah that's the thing horizon's got that sort of um open world rpg sort of like facial animation problem not problem but like you know some of the animations are a bit stiff sometimes and like because they've got it they've got to iterate and make things that work across hundreds of hours of content god of war Mm -hmm. is
2: extremely handcrafted
1: yeah
0: yeah okay it it and it's interesting playing it, also having played Hellblade, because you know you're in that sort of Norse yeah. sort of uh, similar setting.
1: The combat, I mean, maybe the combat's not similar, but it kind of looks similar to Hellblade uh, in terms of like dodge. Hellblade's combat's
0: very light, but yeah, uh, this is this is much more hands hands-on and yeah. very very much more complex. Um, but you do have that light and heavy attack and very dodge-based. Yeah. Um, the the combat's quite good. It's very difficult. They've stuck with that. Um, god of war difficulty but it's far less arcadey than it used to be mm-hmm. it's less combo based it's less um yeah just I mean, trying you to, don't jump yeah you don't jump You and it's less about grappling and stuff like that it's all about you having your axe and then throwing it as that being your range and then while you don't have it punching the shit out of everything and then trying to block and dodge and using atreus to like stun enemies it's quite good i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it at that because i haven't i haven't like I said, I'm only a few hours in and I'll probably want to talk about it more when I get to the end, but... Um, I'm just going to
2: ask you one question about it. Hit me. Do you know what I mean now when I was saying it's one of the best soundtracks
0: from last year and my favourite? Yes, Okay. Good. I do. I was listening to it. I was like, oh yeah, Jeremy's right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's right. Sorry, can I save that soundbite? <laughs> Jeremy is right. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'll isolate that for you I'm if you want it. Um, I'm going to make that my text message tone. <laughs> Such a you've given to him do. too much power I, it's okay I've got the oh he's got the files too yeah I don't
1: know before we jump to break can, yes, I, can yes. I quickly what if, what talk about I'm yeah. just a, a dumb idiot I played Last of Us 2 sorry whoa <laughs> like, how was I, it I like <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> I haven't played the first one but I <laughs> no Um, I played Life is Strange 2 right um,
0: oh I was so excited that you'd play The Last of Us no, um, no I would never I know I know you would never that's why I was excited
1: <laughs> sorry let me just like <clears throat> um i played Life is Strange 2.
0: So episode 2 isn't out yet, is it? No, just okay. episode 1. Okay.
1: Um I am an idiot for not playing it earlier. I am a fool. I'm a big fat fool. Um <laughs> I it is incredible and yeah, right. so much and so important and um you should play it. Okay. I think um it was such an interesting experience to be put in the shoes of someone that I had, that I did not connect with it. Like you know, I'm not, um, I'm white. Like I'm not a man. Like yeah, you know, it's it was very interesting to be put in the in, in like completely in a different situation, um, and the way it talks about today's political climate, um, is I, I don't know. I I don't even know. I mean, I'm sure you've heard lots of reviews about yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I and did when it came out, I don't know if you guys know. What happens?
0: Uh, only vaguely. I don't remember it very but well. But I,
1: I beg of you to not spoil yourself for it. Because I... It was, like, the the most... Shocked and upset and... Oh, I don't know. I, like, I, w- I was so distraught. And it's probably... I can't wait. The, the, yeah. <laughs> it was probably the game that has evoked such a desperate sense of dread in me like oh, i've, n- I've wow. never felt that before wow that's intense um, yeah like, I-, I know the part you're talking about now. yeah i can understand why yep yeah. um anyway um it's very good and okay. it only goes for about four three four hours uh, that's um, a long first part it is but game. like i'm i'm very glad because well i just want more
0: yeah great it's um that's that's interesting because i i we've 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 spoken about Life is Strange. Well, it's surprising to me, like a surprising amount, I think, on, mm. on this podcast. It's because I like Life is Strange. And I'm glad <laughs> that we've spoken about it as much as we have mm. because um, I do want to go back and it makes me... Because part of what I think um, was so... Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, from the conversations we've had, you've enjoyed those previous ones, like Before the Storm and, and One, um, because of how much you could relate to them. Yeah. and Which is
1: exactly why I'd, I wasn't too sold on twos because I couldn't personally relate and right. I, that's why I'm saying I'm, I'm a huge idiot because <laughs> that's the point of Life is Strange is to put you in the shoes of someone that you're not. Absolutely. And, and I think that's why
0: I haven't been really hooked by one yeah. as well, yeah. personally. Um, But it's also, I think, why I need to go back and yeah. play it because it's those experiences where you aren't playing like the bro shooter dude.
1: Yeah. And I think they do it so well um, and... Those games are so good is because they do so well it, they they <laughs> they do a great job of putting you in a position that you would not normally put yourself in mm-hmm. and those stories need to be told and don't nod tells them very well um
2: did you play the Adventures of Captain I did no right.
1: see the reason I didn't play that is because it looks like a something I can't relate to
2: right. There you go. Would you go back and play it now? Um,
1: it's free. Probably. I mean, yeah, maybe because I do like, don't nod, but
0: like. It is also going to tie into this season.
1: That's true. But also I don't care about kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, but do you care about games where you get to have the imagination of a kid as a mechanic? Not a comic Oh, because I really like
1: that. I know you do. Um. I I yeah I'm not not a huge fan but like maybe I should maybe I'm just doing exactly the same as I did for Life is Strange 2 that same mindset right can't relate to being a kid <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I was born a grown adult yeah um what is adult yeah maybe maybe I'm, check back on me next fortnight
0: okay maybe I'll maybe I'll finally. St- Play through more than episode one of Life is Strange Can 1. Can you please
2: play Life is Strange
0: 1? I did the first episode a few months ago. I'll, I'll, I'll go back.
2: There the, the was something that I remember. I like This is just light spoilers stuff, I think. I'm not sure. Um, at least for episode one of Life is Strange 2 and like parts of Life is Strange 1. Which of the parents is not in the picture?
1: For two? Yeah. Um, th- like from the beginning? Yeah. Um. One, uh, the mum.
2: Right. Is isn't that the same with Life is Strange One?
1: Um, in terms of Max or Chloe? I, 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 I don't it's both know. Both of the them, names. right? Uh, well, Max, you don't no, see her no, parents at just, all. It's just Max, yeah. Chloe's Chloe like away from Chloe has a mum. Has yeah. a mum. Yeah. Right. She doesn't okay. have a dad. I right. mean, she has a dad, but she's she has a stepdad. Stepdad. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Um. Asshole. Yeah. From what yeah. I've seen.
1: Um. I, I remember reading something about that, actually. Yeah,
2: like, yeah. reading about how, like, both of them sort of tie into the idea of, like, damaged parent parental figures. Yeah. And, and, and how I'm, that I'm
1: affects re- your children, I suppose. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, everyone's got shit, right? And, like, you're you're most receptive when you're a tiny young one, which yeah. is when your parents are the most responsible yeah. for you. So, like, it's like, yeah. Like, Do I you know I get if the it.
2: writers are the same from one or two?
1: Uh, I have no clue. Right. No um, clue. What I really liked also is they have, like, um, depending on how you ended Life Strange 1, um, there's different things that happen in 2. Cool. Um, and for me, uh, I'm just going to spoil Life is Strange 1 because the I've game's heard, been out I've, for i I've heard, th- the, ending yeah. This, yeah. heard um, the ending
0: of this, yeah. Have you heard the ending
1: of this? Yeah. I saved Arcadia Bay and sacrificed Chloe. Oh, no. Um, I mean, that's how the game is supposed to end. That's how they... I've heard it. that's, like, the canon ending. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling my eyes. Yeah. Um, and in two, you see Arcadia Bay, Ooh. and like there's this really pivotal moment where the main character makes a decision, and it's overlooking Arcadia Bay, and like I was bawling my eyes <laughs> out. Like, yeah, right. it was. It was like I knew it was Arcadia Bay, and and they didn't say it. They didn't show you the sign for it until the very end. and yep. like as soon as like I like I knew, it. and as soon as they just, like showed us the sign, I was like, I'm crying. Yeah, and they do those beautiful things. Like I remember um, talking to my housemate Jack because um, he was watching me play it um and i was like maybe halfway maybe three quarters of the way through and i was like i haven't um what i really loved about life strange one is that they have these scenes where you are listening to music and it's a song yeah. from like a, a more like a recent song and you get to decide when you want to move and when you want to get up or if you want to like just enjoy the environment they do that in two there's this one moment where they're just like laying on a rock and that was good, but it wasn't – it was just, like, an instrumental song. It wasn't, uh, like, a, a song, a modern-day song. Yep. Um, but towards the end, like, they do this really good – like, this really excellent scene um, where they're both jumping on the bed and, like, having a great time and it's to block party. And, like, that <laughs> is exactly what <laughs> – that is exactly what I was looking for. And, like, this, this, like, excellent Life is Strange moment that, like, I remember so fondly from, like, number one. It's, like, very glad that they put that in and hopefully we'll get
0: more of that. Yeah, cool. Sweet. Awesome. I'm glad to hear good things about it. I remember I was listening to a podcast recently um, and someone was talking about how, like, it's been a while since we heard anything about the next episode. Yeah. And I was like, I was thinking about my impressions of that and how that, like, sort of worried me. I was like, oh, no, episodic games come out faster than this usually. Like, I'm kind of, I wonder if it's going okay. Or, and then I thought about it for a second. I was like, my metric for how episodic games come out Telltale. is Telltale. Yeah. yeah. Which we're clearly pushing them out too fast, too many at a time, flooding themselves so that there was no thing about it. Like, and then I was sitting there going like, my my sort of perception of what is normal in terms of content and release structure in 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 this realm is kind of warped.
1: I don't remember the first Life is Strange being as slow to come out either, though. Maybe maybe like between episode one and two, but towards the end, I don't remember waiting this long.
0: No, I think it was more it it yeah it was more similar to telltale
1: I'm not fa- like I'm not fast waiting though like if it means they're gonna do yeah. it right,
0: yeah that was sort of my thing. It was like I oh, don't no, just let' him, let him, let him, let them do it you know yeah. they' that they'll, they'll do it mm. they' have got it I trust them, yeah, awesome, cool all right, well, uh we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll be back with um the news and also Dune's question corner oh yeah, we'll be right back. Uh, hello, this is Future Kerry, editing this podcast. Uh, I just wanted to get in front of the next segment uh, as we go into June's question corner. It's a bit of a heavier segment talking about uh, sort of issues revolving around the uh, Me Too movement, um, allegations of abuse, stuff like that. So if you want to skip ahead uh, away from that sort of topic of conversation, if that's not what you're into, you can jump to about the um, uh, one hour, eight minute mark, 68 minute mark, um, and that's where we'll, we'll get to the end of this this, this section. Uh I uh, hope you enjoy. And we're back with the minimap cast. You always do this. <laughs> Why does it upset you so much? Because
2: it's bad. Bad? How like, dare you? It
0: nothing like Richard Mercer. I'm not trying to be Richard Mercer. I'm trying to be Carmen Collected Carrie. We'll go on then. <clears throat> hey June. Yes. Do you have a question for us? Yeah, I week? do. This okay. one's a little bit hefty. All right. Um,
1: and like not the usual, like the usual, the usual. Let me get comfy. Um, so recently, in the last couple of days, there's been um some. I guess it's called out, yeah, call out stuff about um the one of the authors that wrote for the Dream Daddy comics. Yep. Um, not the game. Not the game. Yeah. The comics. Um, and who is also very, very fandom popular in the Voltron fandom and has been very popular in the Dragon Age fandom um, and before that Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Um, they are a fic writer and they were previously making about $2,000 a month on Patreon. for Wowie. writing For writing fan fiction. Um, I didn't know
0: that existed. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I, I... That was inspiring to me to see. Sure. Um and this person has like I we are in a mutual follow, we have been in mutual follow for five years. Um, they were very encouraging to me in the Dragon Age fandom. Um and I would say that we were friends. Okay. Um Stuff has come to light about some issues that went down in the Kingdom Hearts fandom as well as more recently. Um saying that Lee his name is um Lee Caffield, his full name is, he um was manipulating minors, he was grooming minors, oh. he was most of his work um was plagiarized, um, as in if one of his friends said that, Oh, I'm really interested in doing like an eighties AU, he would come out two weeks later with an eighties AU and because that he was because he had a larger following that would obviously take off more than the original. Yep. Um, and while that's not sp- like people, you can take an idea and change it and make it your own. Um, the fact that he was doing it from people that he was friends with, um, was why it was considered plagiarism. And the fact that it happened multiple, on multiple occasions, mm. um, it's pretty scummy. He thought less of anyone that, had less of a following than him. Um, he used to talk shit about people behind their back when they thought they were friends, and like um, use that to manipulate other people, being like, "Oh, this person said this bad you," etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that kind of stuff. Anyway, can, um, I, can I just ask, how hmm? has this come to light? A lot of uh, people have um, come out and explained what happened. Okay. Um, and while it's while people have said this before, I think the amount of people saying it now has, has really brought it to life. Um, This has been upsetting for me because um, while I wasn't affected by it personally, as in like, I wasn't someone that was abused by Lee. Hmm. um, I have supported them for five years on Patreon. Like I was constantly inspired by this person for a long time. um, And seeing this now, knowing that, the entire time they were kind of a piece of shit, yeah, um is really sad, yeah, totally, um, I guess <laughs> my question is like at what stage like, because I'm in this sort of limbo here where I've unscribed I'm unsubscribed to their patreon now because I'm not going to give them any more money, yeah um when can you unfollow because at this stage, I don't know if I want to unfollow them mm. because they've been so inspiring for for me, yeah, for the last five years, so. I guess the question is what. What. Like, what's the turning point? Yeah. Or, like, you know, for example, um, what, what example did you have? The before? Nick Robinson. The Nick Robertson stuff. Like, um, at what stage do you unsupport? Do you stop supporting someone? Or. Yeah. I mean, oh. how, or how do you personally deal with this kind of situation? Yep. Maybe.
0: Um, I don't know, do you want
2: to... I mean, like, a lot of the time it's about, like... Like, the idea of, like, separating the art from the artist Mm. is not an idea I subscribe to. Mm. um, Because I, like... Like, the guilt that I get from supporting someone that is, like, abusive or toxic in, in, in ways which are harmful to people is, like, if I'm supporting their work... In turn, I am supporting them having a position of power to abuse from. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is why, like, uh, you know, for for a long time, one of my like this is this is a, a further extent. But one of my favorite actors was Kevin Spacey for a long time, um, and since all of the allegations of him, uh, uh, accusations um, of him uh, abusing people when they were under eighteen. Um, When all that stuff came out, I haven't seen a single... Like, I've watched a movie with Kevin Spacey in it. I haven't watched... Like, I think I watched one episode of House of Cards with him in it. Yeah. And then I watched the final season, um, which doesn't have him in it. Specifically watching it because they removed him from the final season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that final season was not good. Um, And it, it comes from, like... You know, it's the same reason I didn't watch Bohemian Rhapsody was because the director has a very large amount of pedophilia um, accusations around him as well. Um, uh, that being Bryan Singer. It's hard to... Like, especially when it's, like, such a small community, it's, like, mm. I can imagine it's harder to do that. Um, like, are they still active writing... Like has
1: This only came out a couple of days ago. Right, so okay. they so haven't even said anything on Twitter yet. Right. But they've Oof. been I think the Omni Omnipress hasn't said anything about firing them from Dream Daddy. Um have they said been, they're doing an investigation at all? They have, okay. yes. Um they have he has been pulled from a bunch of Zions that he was in. Right. Um that was you know, he was gonna be compensated for. Um and he's lost, you know, 2,000 followers on Twitter or something like that. And yeah. obviously right. a lot of Patreon subscribers. Yeah.
2: I mean, th- that reads very similar to what happened with Nick Robinson yeah. when, like, I should point out that Nick Robinson was never, um, uh, he was never accused of um,
0: grooming minors. Can um, I get a quick primer on, on Nick Robinson's situation?
2: Yeah, so he used to be the head of video production, was it?
1: Something like that. He used yeah. to be, yeah, for Polygon.
2: Okay. Um, and... <clears throat> uh basically he was like uh, do you know I think you you know, you know what he was
1: using me. his position of power um to
2: like solicit uh, so, like, yeah n- like, like nude photos from like fans and would be very like
0: so he was sort of coercing and he he was
2: really like he would he would like dm a lot of fans and
1: and then use that because he knew that he would be able to get something from them, yeah, yeah. okay, um yeah
3: okay.
2: And when all this stuff came out, Polygon said Nick Robinson is on probation, I think pretty much, uh, while they can complete a Vox investigation and at the end of it, they, they fired him. Um, and yeah, seeing lately, I've seen Nick doing videos and he's got a Patreon now, um, and every now and again, one of his videos like hits the front page of our games, yeah, um, on Reddit, and I don't
0: or YouTube or yeah,
2: and um, yeah, like I have specifically tried to avoid watching it because I don't want to give him, uh, you know, ad revenue or publicity or whatever. Yep. Mm. Um, it's yeah. So it is much harder when it's a smaller community, I can imagine, mm. um, because the. You know, the content is already pretty niche in itself. Mm. Um, and having like a very big name in that content sphere become known to be toxic is uh, like, you know, it's, it's, it's harder to then like, well, like, th- then a big outlet of what you like to in, uh, enjoy is removed.
1: Yeah. It's also, um, especially in fandom culture, um, especially these days, call out posts. Um, not saying that they're not true, but, um, a lot of the time it's reaching. Mm. Um, I I don't think this is a situation like that, but, um, I think a lot of people have been, um, almost trained to be skeptical about this kind of stuff now. Um, just because, um, the fandom has changed so much recently. Um, and a lot of people are very quick to jump on things that may not be problematic that they think is problematic, right, okay, <clears throat> or that might not have been problematic in the past that they now think is problematic um anyway, um, so I think that 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 as well, and having like maybe you know if this person was an actor or an actress i, I would be able to take it more serious i mean I'm taking it not saying that I'm not taking it seriously, but no, no, you know they'll have more weight behind it, I suppose. Whereas because this is in, is in fandom culture and I mean started in fandom culture, I suppose, um, it's been hard to I don't know, deal with I suppose.
0: Right. It's not like it's not like front page news on the age or anything no, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um it's interesting. I think the, the the thing that comes to mind for me. Um, and again, this is sort of more similar to what you were saying with Kevin Spacey, Jeremy. Um, it was it was when the Me Too movement was happening, but it was around Naughty Dog. Yeah, when they when right. there was that one, I think uh, he was an artist who was saying that he um, he had been uh, sexually abused by um, one of the higher ups in the studio, and that. Basically, he got fired for bringing it up. Mm. Um, and then Naughty Dog issued this entire non-apology that was really, yeah, really disappointing. Yeah, the
2: statement was really bad.
0: Um, this is th- yeah. That's, so that's the sort of moment when I when I've sort of had to grapple with this, and like, I was struck with you know how much of it is, um, a problem because, uh, this is Sony's. HR team because they're owned by Sony and this is um, Sony's decision to put out that press release. Maybe I'd like to think that they'd get behind a more personalized and um, compassionate response. Well, at least they... say they
2: weren't going to open an investigation because they didn't.
0: Totally, totally. But that's all guessing and it's all me wanting to believe that these people that I look up to, mm. that this Group that this company that I look up to is still as good as I want them to be. Yeah. Um. But in reality, you have to consider the fact that you know maybe one of maybe the person or the persons that did the you know alleged abuse was some of the people that get on the camera. You know, we don't know that it wasn't Neil Druckmann or Bruce Straley or or Evan Wells or um we don't know that it wasn't any of them we don't know that it was or that it wasn't there's no there's no there's no telling so i don't for me it then became that this this was sort of happening right around the time we were starting game spoilers and we were doing uncharted lost legacy yeah and i was like i don't know if i want to give these people my money but at the same time i'm not i also don't know how to step away from this company that have produced some of the games that i have loved so much over the last five or five ten years almost now since I charted well even before that with Jack and Daxter. Um Or even Crash Bandicoot. And Crash, yeah, no, totally.
1: I think um I had this similar issue with the stuff that came out about Red Dead.
0: I was just thinking that yep. yeah, no it's um, a similar thing, like because there's like maybe it's three or four people yeah. at most, right? And then what do you do about the hundreds of people who worked on that game? Yeah. So I'll only
1: no that, that that was really it I guess yeah Um. and then is it okay to just be a bystander in something like this and not take a side Um. or are you part of the problem by doing that
0: yeah, yeah. absolutely like Red Dead sold how many millions of copies in its first month in its first like yeah. two weeks like 17 million or something like that
2: yeah and like and, and going back to like the separation between what you want to enjoy and what and, and who made it like you know, not not that he has because I'm I'm not I'm not bringing this up because I I know anything or because he has or anything. But like, I you know Notch is a giant piece of shit. Yeah. And like, uh, going back, like going back and playing Minecraft, you know, like I can enjoy that now knowing that he has nothing to do with that game. Yep. And he made a bunch of money off that game when it came out. Um. But like. I don't think he still gets royalties for that game. I don't
0: think. No, because they they sold the rights. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like he
2: sold it. Microsoft owned it now. Yeah. Um.
0: Like, just so entirely to sold it. Yeah.
2: And like, I don't ever want to like, I don't want to buy anything Notch ever makes because he's just the biggest dick, and I just like don't care about him in any way, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Whereas when that game was coming out in development, which game? Minecraft. Okay. Um. I was, like, huge into Minecraft because I was the perfect age for it. And I looked up to Notched a lot as, like, hey, this one guy made this whole game. Look at this awesome thing. Yeah. Um, which wasn't true because, you know, Mojang worked on it as well.
0: But, like, it was his game. He was the face. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, And so being, like, a, you know, 13, 14-year-old kid, 15-year-old kid playing Minecraft for, like, a million fucking hours. Yeah. Um, You know, and then years later, I'm like, oh, this guy I used to look up to is, like, just the biggest jerk. Yeah um it's sort of like that um but yeah like when it's i, I feel like when it's a person w- when it's when it's one person i feel like it's it's both easier and harder to separate because it's it's easier to separate because i can just say oh it's only one person i don't have to avoid mm. but it's also when that when that one person is making all that content you like and it's there's no like, oh, I can watch it for this other person mm. who's also working on it. Totally. Like, like I, I haven't I don't want to John Tron anymore for, for an example.
0: That's a that's a great example. Like I think I think to get like me really into this headspace it'd be if I was to think of like one of my favourite YouTubers, right? Turns out to be like an abuser at home or something like that, like physically or something. Like that I would find really challenging because there's people who I have Created art from because I've been inspired by their work. That's it. Yeah. So, does that then make my work illegitimate? Does that make my inspiration illegitimate? Yeah. Does it mean that I've been coming from a bad place? Does it mean I've been my ignorance has made me complicit in something like this? Does it mean that I can keep moving forward without recognizing it in some way? Like, just—it's so complex. I don't know mm-hmm. how to like unravel it. Um, and I can only imagine how much more complex it would be considering that you knew this person as well.
1: Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see cause he hasn't said anything on Twitter yet. I'm assuming he's going to make some sort of statement about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. not just drop off entirely. Um, if he, wants he also to, might do though. I mean he might, but he's, he doesn't have like, this is his career. Yeah. Um, he won't have anything else. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it pans out, I suppose. Um, Thank you for your opinions.
0: Yeah, no of course. I oh, it, it always sucks when people I just want to rap. also
1: reiterate because like I don't think I got it across that much that like um, you should believe abusers first and foremost.
0: Uh, hello, this is future Kerry uh, interrupting yet again. sorry about this. I just wanted to get in front of what June said there about believing abusers first. I just wanted to uh, clarify that and say that our stance is that you should believe uh, victims first. That's what we all think. That's what we're all agreeing with. We just didn't hear. Um we all knew what June meant when June said that in the original recording. Uh sorry to interrupt again. Hopefully this is the last time. Uh continue to enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And I am I'm one hundred percent in that camp. Uh,
1: um through that entire thing I I was not saying that I do not believe anything that was said against Lee.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, no, that the question was more like Where do you draw the line? What That's then, yeah. yeah. But no, you you I, I'm one hundred percent in that. Cool. Yeah
1: was <laughs> dreams questions corner. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> Thanks for bringing another question to the table. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm glad you you brought it to us. I I, I, I think it's important to talk about. Mm. Yeah.
1: I think um, I think I want to try and bring more fandom space stuff to the conversation as well because I am heavily involved in it. So. Totally.
0: I mean this this is this is our space and it's about what we like and what we enjoy and mm-hmm. I'd love it if we can all bring ourselves to it. So yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, oh man, how do we uh, talk about
2: the military contract that Hololens has got? <laughs> <laughs> Things so are really do bleak here. Hey? <laughs> yeah, well, why, do,
0: why don't why do we start with Nintendo?
2: Bowser's has taken over the castle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna move into the news now. Um, originally at the top of our contract, which I, I I put in order this time, guys, so that we're not we're not out of order this week. Nice. Okay. Um, but maybe we should go out of water this week. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, no. Let, let's let's talk about Nintendo first. Let's just let's just we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll dip our toes in and then we'll keep going.
2: Headlines field day. Reggie steps down to Bowser for taking over Nintendo. Like right. it's just like, it's just you, you can't make it up. <laughs> so if someone were to make it up, they go now. Nah, fuck off. That's not funny but it's real
0: it is real so and so if you funny. didn't know reggie fizemay who has been the ceo ceo of nintendo of america Something like that. I think the
1: american representative yeah. right yeah the head
0: of the head of nintendo america. yeah yeah um for the last 13 years um, been with that I'm gonna miss
1: years, him. He's so good.
0: He is good. He's he's been the face of a lot of um, Nintendo presentations he over has. the last five it's to like, ten it's years. like, It's Reggie.
1: Reggie's here. You know. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's exciting.
0: And he was a large part of the success of the DS and the Wii and yeah. the 3DS and maybe not so much the Wii U. And <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, he's decided that he's retiring. Like not like retiring from Nintendo, but like retiring career. Retiring it sounds like
2: Yeah like, like at least Retiring from public life
0: Yeah He's he's gonna He's stepping down From his position In April And he's gonna go Spend some quality time With his friends and family And his wife And that sounds lovely Um, I hope we get to see him again You know One off something Somewhere Maybe one time But Bring up the puppet maybe not. again Pardon? Just
2: bring out his puppet again <laughs> Yeah just
0: the puppet <laughs> Except then you pan out And you
2: realise He's controlling his puppet <laughs> There you go <laughs> Nintendo just send the check in the mail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's interesting. It's it's. Um, I don't think I don't know how much it's going to change because at the end of the day, I don't actually know how much he actually did or what he actually did. Like you, you rarely get to know that sort of stuff in, with higher ups in in, in yeah, companies so like this,
2: especially in a company like Nintendo. Yeah. Um I I mean I've I've heard that that Dan Bowser is that his name?
0: Doug I heard. Doug
2: Bowser, yeah, Doug Bowser. Um, so I'm just imagining that Bowser's first name is now Doug. <laughs> um, uh, that's why Peach doesn't want to marry him because he wants to marry a man named Doug. Uh, um, d- but like, it's like I, I've heard that he's been like he's been in charge of a lot for a little while now. Um, I mean, he's been on stage presenting stuff. He's been more and more in the public eye. um obviously preparing for this transition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think a whole lot is going to change. Like, he's not. You know, he doesn't seem to be like. <laughs>
0: sorry, also sorry. Very extravagant yawn, Gary. I was trying to do it outside of the mic. Um.
2: Uh. Like he doesn't seem like you know he's gonna radically change Nintendo in any major way. Um. It is Doug Bowser. Not that you know I think he's not gonna do anything because you know any head of a company always makes their own little twist on things. But mm. like similar to I I'm, can imagine, you know, Adam boys leaving Sony or uh, Sean Layden,
0: Andrew House when he left a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, So, uh, Reggie fils the long-time president and COO of Nintendo of America. What does COO stand for? Um, It's usually chief of operations. Yeah, Uh, I see. Um, uh, What was Doug's
2: role before this?
0: Just trying to find that. I think it was head of sales or something like that. Right, okay. Um,
1: Executive VP of sales.
0: I'm on GameSpot. Yeah, cool.
2: Yeah, it's... I mean, you know, I don't, want, I I dare to say how long before Miyamoto retires. No! <laughs> because he's the last of the three s- since Awada's passing and, and now Reggie.
0: Oh, what? Sorry, who was that? Miyamoto. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: how long has he got left in him? Because he's, he's pretty old now. Mm. He is
0: pretty old. I hope he gets to retire. <laughs>
2: how old is Miyamoto? Actually, I'm pretty sure I Googled this once and I thought Miyamoto was much older than he actually was.
1: He looks he, at least 60.
0: I think he's 60 or 70. Miyamoto...
1: He's 30
2: years old. <laughs> uh, this is not the right Miyamoto. Miyamoto Nintendo Shigeru is 66 years old.
1: Yeah, okay. Nailed it. Yeah, he needs to retire. Nailed
0: it. With, a, with <laughs> a, Nintendo Miyamoto, robot. retire
2: bitch. Retire before you die. No! Um, yeah, no, it's like... You know... Reggie and Miyamoto have been a part of a lot of people's Nintendo lives for mm-hmm. a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting seeing directs with Bowser in it.
0: Yeah, totally. Although, he, Reggie's rarely in the directs these days. He's in the E3 directs a lot, but he's not. Yeah. Like, the I last mean, there's, one there's, that came out a couple of weeks ago, he wasn't in that yeah, at all. That,
2: that's what I mean, though. Like, like, like the E3 presentations. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Reggie used to go to E3 a lot. He, still, he was um, still going to E3. It's
1: yeah. just like Spark Joy, you know? <laughs> See Reggie on screen, just yeah. like sparks joy.
0: Yeah, even though like you know every Nintendo representative is really tight-lipped and scripted, like he, yeah, he had a Something way about, about him. him. He owned it, so that it was it seemed genuine and fun. And they always had they always made fun with stuff like that. Apparently, his first um I heard like his first E3 presentation that he did um was when they revealed Twilight Princess. Right. So he's got like a quite a positive impression from that. So. Yeah, you'll be missed, Reggie. Um, and I'm I'm excited to see what Doug will bring to the uh, to to the task on um, yep. when it gets to June, when, whenever we next see him.
2: The year of Bowser.
0: The year of the years of Bowser. The reign of Bowser. The reign. Yeah, Bowser's <laughs> reign. American reign. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So uh, moving on, we've got these are all kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, let's start. Well, restart. Let's continue restart let's continue with um so there's been uh Microsoft employees have uh launched I guess a protest um for uh, against their own company uh ever since um Microsoft has taken on a contract with the US Department of Defense uh for a military contract involving uh their augmented reality platform HoloLens um Basically what it is, there's been a number of employees who have made an open letter to Microsoft saying um, basically that they joined the um, HoloLens development team not to create weapons of war and to hurt, but to help architects and engineers and... um, to, you know, be a force of good rather than a force of, um, destruction and damage. So, there, um, the, the letter here, um, there's a quote. Yes, yeah, so I'll just read out some of, some of the letter. Um, it starts, uh, Dear Satya Nadella and Brad Smith, who are the, um, the sort of higher-ups in Microsoft at the moment, we are a global coalition of Microsoft workers and we refuse to create technology for warfare and, and oppression. um, Scrolling down a bit, they say, In November, Microsoft was awarded with the $479 million Integrated Visual Augmentation System, or IVAS, contract with the uh, U.S. Department of the Army. The contract's stated objective is to, quote, rapidly develop, test, and manufacture a single platform that soldiers can use to fight, rehearse, and train that provides increased lethality, mobility, and situational awareness to, a pl- uh, necessary to achieve overmatch against our current and future adversaries.
2: Jesus. It's like the fucking speech in the beginning when Ant Man, in Ant Man, when he's talking about the yellow jacket suit. It's like fucking overkill yeah. and like uh, Amer- America and her interests.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't know overmatch was a term and now yeah, I am terrified of it. Neither did I. Neither I. <laughs> mm.
1: um, what a way to describe something like overkill.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Break
1: down what that means. It ain't nice. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's just stronger, about just Be stronger, better entire. armed,
2: or more skillful than.
0: Yeah, it's just about oppression. Literally basically. overkill them. Yeah, just <laughs> eviscerate them. Um, Brad, so further down in the letter, um, they wrote as well Brad Smith's suggestion that employees concerned about working on unethical projects, quote, would be allowed to move to other work within the company, unquote ignores the problem that workers are not properly informed of the use of their work. There are many engineers who contributed to HoloLens before this contract even existed, believing it would be used to help architects and engineers build buildings and cars, to help teach people how to perform surgery or play the piano, to push the boundaries of gaming, and to connect with the Mars rover. Rest in peace. That's literally in the letter. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting space It's this first crossover of a technology that's been very exciting for games industry and also um, uh, all, all of those uh, industries that they were mentioned in that letter and more, you know, the medical and the um, engineering construction spaces as well um, to sort of clash with this mm-hmm. um, violent outlook on how to use technology. It's it's you know what it reminds me of because everyone when you mention HoloLens, I feel like, and it's like, oh, it's not being used for games. What's it being used for? It's like, it's being used to create Iron Man. As in, you know, Tony Stark's basement where he's throwing around 3D holograms and stuff like that. That shit's really cool, right? And what I feel like the other side of what we're seeing now is the other part of that story where all of that technology was developed for military warfare. That's where the money came from.
2: Yeah, so overmatch is not just the term.
0: Oh no, what is it?
2: Overmatch is like an actual program that the Pentagon is running.
0: Oh, it's not capitalised here or anything. I know.
2: I, I'm having trouble finding out a lot of information about it. But apparently... This is from an article from thenation.com. Oh, no. Um, Overmatch decrees that the United States must retain military and technological superiority over Russia and China as far for, as far into the future as we can see. Oh, no. America must sits alone on the top of the global hierarchy. There can be no partnership among major powers.
3: Jesus. Was um, this leaked or
0: released? I don't
2: know. I'm 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 just I'm trying to verify how like legitimate this is. Keep going.
0: Yeah, that sounds a bit aggressive for a for a But
2: it's it's got quotes here is the thing.
0: Okay. Um so yeah, I think so far more than fifty fifty employees. Last time I checked it was more than fifty employees had signed the letter to say, Yes, we, we agree with this, we are behind this. Um the other thing is, uh, I'm reading an article on uh, IGN now, um, written by Colin Stevens about the the, the topic. Um, and there's been an update. Uh, there's been an official Microsoft statement. I'm going to read that out here, so we can all we can discern its meaning together. Um, so, quote: We gave this issue careful consideration and outlined our perspectives in an October 2018 blog. Um, that should be noted. The, the contract was taken up a few months ago. Um, We always appreciate feedback from employees and provide many avenues for their voices to be heard. In fact, we heard from many employees throughout the fall. As we said then, we're committed to providing our technology to the U.S. Department of Defense, which includes the U.S. Army under this contract. As we've also said, we'll remain engaged as an active corporate citizen in addressing the important ethical and public policy issues relating to AI and the military. Mm. So basically... We're still doing this. Mm. If you've got a problem, you can leave. It's so shitty. I like, is Microsoft really hurting for money that much that they need to take this contract? Or do they just want?
2: I think it's more? less that, but the money would be really, really
0: good. And, and you know, the other thing that makes me think of is like HoloLens has been quite quiet since it was announced, yeah. what, five years ago? Sort of when yeah. the Vive was, when the Oculus Rift was being um, uh, like crowdfunded and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I, and I think the important thing to recognize here is that HoloLens is not an Xbox thing. HoloLens is a Microsoft thing. Yes. Um, I remember uh, when I saw Phil Spencer at an event in Melbourne a couple of years ago, someone asked him, you know, what the hell is going on with HoloLens? Mm. And I remember he kind of like, he kind of like sighed a little bit. Oh no. And he was kind of like, th- th- this was a while ago now, he, he was basically saying, you know, Hololens isn't quite sure what Hololens is going to be yet. Okay. Where, like, they were develop they were basically developing the technology just to see what it could be. Um. Uh, I found more articles about over Overwatch, over oh, over Overwatch, o- overmatch, overmatch. Um, <laughs> close. It, it's a thing. It's basically what I described. Oh no. Um, it, it's basically like like a. Oh, now it's starting it, to get it, to it global it, politics. It, it, <laughs> it is a strategy. Um. Uh, some of this stuff is as recent as six days ago.
0: Um, that's quite recent.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Settle down, America.
0: Yes. Well. Hold your goddamn horses. Hold your horses. It's terrifying to see this um, this 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 conjunction of uh, of technology and war. And I mean, that's that's where technology is created and funded but like I mean, this it's isn't weird your, to see it in our sphere this isn't new to you to microsoft know?
2: anyway you know i mean like they like xbox controllers are used for drones like, yeah. like that is a microsoft sanctioned thing yeah um you know when i started my programming course initially i was told at the beginning that there's a lot of defense contracts for programmers for games programmers for simulations for stuff like that you know america's Ish. army the game i'm pretty sure is help helps funds recruitment yeah, no, that's um, that's the whole point of the yeah, game. Yeah, that's the whole point of the game. You know, it's this isn't this isn't something that's quite new. Um, but this is more like in the realm of yeah, like an Iron Man sort of like you know, technology used for defense when it should be made for dumb video games for people like us.
0: Yeah, exactly. Is exactly. that
1: the future? Is this the future? Dumb video games for
0: people like us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh
0: yeah. A lot of it it's highly I, technological warfare. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Mm.
2: Especially like manless. Mm. Yeah Um. You know Like HoloLens Like have either of you Used the HoloLens
0: I haven't But I know enough about it
2: Yeah Like What are they
0: Doing with it I can just imagine This right Say you've got You've got
2: Are they making John Halo
0: Say you've got A, a <laughs> combat situation Right Yeah You've got Five US soldiers And you've got Five other yeah. Enemies, let's say
2: whoever they decide to declare war on. that day. E- Exactly, yeah.
0: there's a drone doing Overwatch, not overmatch, <laughs> above <laughs> the sky. And all of these U.S. Da, soldiers da, da, are wearing. Yeah, <laughs> 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 they come out with trumpets. Yeah. <laughs> all of these soldiers have got a Hololens on, and the drone can see the enemy combatants. And on their Hololens displays, it gives them like wall hacks from a game. You know, you <laughs> see th- <laughs> you see like. You see, like enemy outlines behind rocks, and it gives you like one to one, like they move, and you see them move through the highlands. See through things. It's a camera. No, but but the drone is say like above the area, right? Right. Okay. And and is then relaying graphical interpretations of that image to them, so they've so <laughs> the U.S. Army Wall hacks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing about
0: no, this. No, no, that's why people are upset because it's it's gamifying war and yeah. and human life.
2: How soon before no clip becomes a thing in war? Think think about it. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) If you run really fast into a wall, you can clip on the other side of China.
0: Yeah, yeah, because there's only collision on one side. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, no, that's it's um it's a worrying development. And one I hope we don't get to see more from, but I'm sure it's going to go through anyway because clearly Microsoft do not give a
2: fuck. I mean, yeah, like, you know, it is the future of large corporations, you know? Like, there are private space entities, there will be private militaries.
0: Oh man, now we're getting into Call of Duty.
2: They're right! Yeah. Call (laughs) of Duty was right!
0: Activision knew. Activision.
2: (laughs) Who wrote those Call of Duty games?
0: People. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Hollow Land. Tom
2: Clancy's Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) I'd play Tom Clancy's Call of Duty. He's dead.
0: He is dead. Yeah, but you know. I don't. They'll bring him back. Bring it back. (laughs) They always bring him back. (laughs) It's the future.
1: It's the future. Wheel him out. Alright, what's next?
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, in more sad news, um, that's not the right link. Yeah, so... um,
2: Where did that link go? I don't
0: know. So uh, EA Australia, which is basically uh, the studio called Fire Monkeys in Melbourne, it's one of, if not the biggest studio in the Australian games industry. Um, Hiring, I think they said about 200 people was on their staff by last count, I think last year. Um, The the studio has suffered... uh, a very large degree of layoffs after the cancellation of um, some projects. Um,
2: One of them being real racing.
0: Yeah. So, I'm reading this from Variety.com. Yeah. Uh, written by Emily Gera? Gera? Jira. I'm not sure. A G-E-R-A. Um so I'm just going to read some facts here. No official number of affected employees has been released so far. A statement from Game Workers United Australia estimates between 80 and 100 employees were impacted. However, this number has since been amended to 40 and 50, which amounts to about a quarter of their workforce. Um a fifth to a quarter of their workforce, Still which is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because I've, I've heard people talking about this saying, you know, this is sort of the the other side of the race to the money in the mobile industry mm. because the, uh, Fire Monkeys makes exclusively mobile games mm. for EA, so Sims titles, um, Need for Speed titles, and Real Racing, um, which is now cancelled. Um, yeah, so the um, Game Workers Unite Australia um, has, they have got a quote here. It says, a layoff of this magnitude would represent a loss of almost 5% of the entire Australian game development industry nationwide.
1: That's fucked.
0: This is a devastating blow to local development and an extraordinarily disappointing decision which will affect the already crowded local freelancer in market as well as the undergraduate stu- student body. Mm. Which was exactly what I first thought when I read this. I was mm-hmm. like, because having come out of a games course, um, w- like we all know how entirely impossible it is to break your way in unless you're crazy good at networking and also good at like you've got some mad skills in mm. whatever you've been training. It's, it's a flooded marketplace. Thousands of graduates every year trying to get into the industry. Monkeys mm. is one of the places to look for because they're the ones they do. Internships sometimes they, they hire because they've got the money to or it seemed to. They were hiring less than a couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and now it's going to be really hard not only to get a position in one of the more employable um, companies in the industry but also all of the people who've been laid off Going find to, more work they're, they're, they're going to be trying to find more work struggling to find more work and going to be way more qualified than anyone yeah. who's recently graduated recently finished an indie studio and indie development like the industry just got a whole lot more crowded mm. um and it's it's an absolute shame um yeah and it's, and it's interesting seeing this coming off the back of the Activision layoffs a couple of weeks ago um ArenaNet also had layoffs earlier this week. So it's
2: also happening right now.
0: What is happening right now?
2: The first round, ra- uh, the the first round of layoffs have just happened, like literally, like twenty minutes ago. With ArenaNet, yeah.
0: Mm. ArenaNet or okay, ArenaNet. Oh geez, it's um, it's interesting because it's coming off the back of one of game. Uh, what am I saying? The game industry's most lucrative years off the back of Fortnite, mm. and it's just money's moving away from certain areas and, and some some places that were dominant 10 to 15 years ago like MMOs i.e. arena net or mobile games i.e. fire monkeys they're not seeing that return anymore yeah, so it's very sad I hope all of those developers can land on their feet and start exciting new projects and keep the industry sort of vibrant and terrific because otherwise this might be a hint at the downturn, at a at a downward trend in the Melbourne industry and games industry in Australia at large.
2: Yeah, like I think it's not just like it, it's not just Melbourne because there's been so many over the past like six months, um, like following Activision Blizzard, um, know, like ArenaNet obviously, like you know, and other studios just closing down. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just been like a terrible lack of clarity of what's going on. There have been, like, you know, people just hearing rumours of people getting fired and then not knowing until, like, two weeks later, way after Jason Shryer's reported on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, just no one telling the actual people who are being most affected by these firings who's getting fired. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Or why.
2: I mean, like, why is pretty much always just, like, need the money.
0: Yeah, but... Also, a lot of the time, these companies are hiring right up until the moment they need to fire.
2: Yeah, and, and I, I think that's more of a, like, the people who are doing the hiring are not told that they're going to be firing people soon. Mm. Because the people who are doing the hiring are not as high up as the people who are doing the firing. Yeah. um, It's, like, just messy as fuck. And, like, it's, it's not just games as a thing. Like, you know, BuzzFeed as well. Like, a lot of digital enterprises... Have been majorly affected by, by a lot of layoffs lately. Yeah. Um. And it's probably not done.
0: No, no, I would be surprised if it was. Yeah, he's been surprisingly
2: this. quiet with a lot of this stuff. I, I'm betting they're next after whatever financial quarter they get through Anthem. Yeah. Because um, I think that'll undersell. And they'll take it out on BioWare or the fact that they still haven't put out a Star Wars game. Apart from the battlefronts, mm. um, yeah, this won't be the end
0: of this. Unfortunately, catch you yeah.
1: next week when we talk about another company. Yeah,
0: firing. yeah, I know.
1: Literally, it was last week, last fortnight as well. We talked about this.
0: Yeah, yeah we were talking about Activision. Yeah. We talked about game, uh, game. We we talked about, games. Talk about we, games. We talked about. We talked about Telltale. <laughs> um, you know, a few a few months ago. Now it's it's just, it's happening. Uh, yeah, and it's sort of a I don't know if it's silly but it's a bit of a, a bit of a left field uh, story. I, Jeremy, I think you should take this one.
2: Yes, yeah, so there's a game that came out called devotion.
0: Have you heard of it, June?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty well versed on this actually. yeah'
2: I'm sit up. Um, so there's two things you need to cover first. one there's a game the g- game that came out called devotion, which is a horror game um, from a studio from Taiwan. Okay. The other thing I need to cover is that Xi Jinping is the president of China <laughs> <laughs> And Xi Jinping uh, has banned Winnie the Pooh from ever being allowed it, Winnie the Pooh is now public enemy number one in China
0: um, And they've got a lot of public enemies They have a lot of
2: public enemies And a lot of private enemies And Winnie the Pooh is number one um, Because of one He's photo next
0: in the in the HoloLens development yeah. He is being seen through walls <laughs>
2: Basically, just because there is one photo of Barack Obama and Xi Jinping walking through a park, and like probably like some garden somewhere, and Xi Jinping sort of looks like Winnie the Pooh, and Barack Obama sort of sort of looks like Tigger
0: in terms of size and stature and yeah. body shape and yeah
2: like and the there are some striking resemblances to the photo, um, but basically a lot of people took that photo and made fun of the Chinese president.
1: How long ago was this? A couple of years I ago. I mean now, it was yes?
2: Obama, right? So Yeah. It was it was it was a little while ago, but I'm not sure when they started using the photo. I don't mm. know if that was from twenty sixteen or not. Mm. Um uh, I know that you know China has changed a lot in the past couple of years, considering they have removed term limits for presidents and basically given all power to Xi Jinping and mm-hmm. have... Uh, and I'm quoting some people on Chinese media saying they're going to return to the strongman era of Mao. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so they're going back to a lot of their heavy communist roots. Yeah. Um, at least of the current empire. And they... Uh, so basically all dissent on the president is banned and illegal and you'll probably get killed for it Mm. Um, which is why Winnie the Pooh has been banned because people were saying that Xi Jinping looks like Winnie the Pooh which is not a very masculine thing to be compared to Um, and he got really upset and threw a tantrum and banned Winnie the Pooh (laughs) from the country Uh, I'm not going to get into what's happened between China and Taiwan because that's its own thing there's
0: like this is not the global politics podcast. Yeah, there's. We've talked not, about it a fair bit. Is, yeah, I know, right. right? This is not the mega map podcast. Um, yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> global map.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, basically, like China views Taiwan as its own country, and like as as a as its owned country, and Taiwan views it as as its own country. Um. This was a really terrible way of
0: explaining yeah. it. Yeah, China thinks it owns Taiwan, and Taiwan thinks it owns Taiwan. Yeah.
2: Um. So Taiwanese, a Taiwanese development company made Devotion, and inside Devotion, for about two hours, I believe, I'm pretty sure they put no. out, they put out a patch two hours later for Devotion. It included a like a a propaganda style poster. Which was popular in China for a while for like whoever they were propagandizing. Um, I'm just trying to find the photo. It said something along the lines of like Xi Jinping, Winnie the Pooh is a moron or something. Like it was like a it was like uh, I think there was two assets which included this photo. Okay. Um. Very small. Basically a lot of photos and screenshots got spread around for the game um, which include this photo Yeah, and then China started to review bomb the game on Steam um, which is just another reason why Steam reviews are the best thing on the, on the internet <laughs> um, and even though the asset is no longer in the game the, all these all, like all this the story came out about th- this um, texture in the game well after it had been removed and mm. um, but it's been review bombed and Steam is already having trouble trying to get into China on its own anyway. And China is doing a lot of weird stuff with video games lately as well. Yeah. So I'm sure Valve is just like just sighing at the moment of like we're just trying to get into China. Because yeah. all they care about is just making the Chinese money.
0: We're trying to make any money, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, it's just like a weird messy story. With a lot of misinformation about like when this happened, and all S-
1: sorry, so the developers took down Devotion, yes, from the Steam store.
2: So they did only for a couple hours, and it was just for technical issues. Okay. okay. Um, the, it was it seemed to just be bad timing that they had to take that game down yeah. for like some bugs. Um. Uh, and then everyone jumped on that, saying like, "Look, China got to Steam." Um, I don't think that happened because the game's back on store. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I re- I saw something saying that um they took all the YouTube videos down like um the trailer videos and stuff
2: i i don't know okay um maybe they accidentally had that texture in the youtube videos yeah, somewhere. Maybe. i don't know mm. um uh yeah is it's... the game any good
1: apparently it's fucking
2: incredible yeah apparently it's really really good like one of the best horror games in a while wow okay um
1: the setting seems gsp maybe yeah i mean the, the setting seems like um cool like i don't think i've heard about anything being set in 1980s taiwan before you know yeah no, um, that's, that's fair enough i heard also that um the developers were saying this was a placeholder asset yep. that they, they were going to f- change it um and they just forgot about it and then i heard other people saying that um people from the development team um had had i'm not very good with global politics but like had um Opinions about the Chinese government, yeah, um, and they they left it in on purpose. Um,
0: yeah, it's quite which, heated. Over there. Which which I can totally buy. I can totally buy yeah, someone yeah, yeah. being
2: like, "Hey, fuck all this. I'm Lundi. just going to put this in here to like get my own message across a little bit." Yeah, and I know it'll piss off a bunch of people who are like loyalists. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, they picked a hell of a time and a hell of a place to do it from, mm-hmm. um, which is.
1: I think um I think Waypoint has a review on the game up right, okay. or in the works or something. Right. Um cool. Yeah.
2: Sweet. Yeah, it's a fucking strange story.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of weird stories. This. Like looking at this, we've got layoffs, we've got um <laughs> wall hacks in real life, we've got uh Chinese president offended by joke two years ago (laughs) creates problem for game now. Like, the thing that gets me, you know, is that, like, that joke would have disappeared in a matter of weeks. The Streisand effect.
2: The Streisand effect, so... It's a it's a phenomenon. The Streisand effect is a phenomenon. Barbara Streisand's house got put up on the internet. She didn't want her, so she told everyone to take her house off the internet, which then told everyone about her house on the internet. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. It's an All official right. thing. I'm not
2: like No, like, no, that, I that, know it that's is. That's not a weird thing that I'm saying.
0: I know it is. I just didn't I just don't know what it means when you say that, yeah. just by those words. Um Yeah. And then uh yeah, Bowser reigns supreme in America.
2: <laughs> Wait, is devotion still once? No, No,
0: the game's actually currently not up. Oh. Yeah.
1: I was right. I know things sometimes.
0: You can buy the soundtrack. <laughs> well, that's sad considering it sounds like it was good. That's
1: that's the thing I think almost, it, the, that is the saddest thing about it. Apparently this game is really good.
0: Which really makes what... if you know Say that was what you were saying, Jeremy, an errand artist just trying to...
1: Push their own agenda.
0: Yeah, like it's a pretty irresponsible thing to do to the yeah. company you're working for. But that said maybe- Oh no here's the thing I reckon Here we
2: go <laughs> So I'm, I'm in the same boat In the sense that I think it's funny That he looks like Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and- You can't say that You can't say that Jeremy <laughs> And also I don't like what he's doing Our podcast is going to be Taken down in China No but here's <laughs> the thing this could also just be Valve trying to cover their own ass to stop them to, to stop something else from hijacking them from entering the, the Chinese.
0: Market. I don't.
1: I don't think it was Steam that took it down though. I think it was the the developers that took it down. From what I. Well, I, I mean, know if it, it is,
0: say, it is in Taiwan, right? Maybe. Maybe and the, they've and been the f- contacted by the Taiwanese government saying, "Hey, like, we appreciate your your patriotism. You're making things very difficult for us right now. Please yeah. help by not doing this." Like- Men in
1: black came to their house.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, the the site the Steam page now only has the developers that are not even any publisher mentioned. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't think this was the publisher taking the game down because they wouldn't have taken down their
0: entire mm. page. No, they wouldn't. This is this seems relatively serious. I hope it gets fixed. Um Cause, like, just imagine how much work would have gone into that game, and now it's all over over a poster. Oh boy, I hate, I hate it when people pressure other people to do shit like that. It really annoys me.
2: Um, well, then I think second it comes back on sale, we're gonna buy it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I will too.
0: Yeah, I probably won't, cause money, but yeah, if I have the money. Um, I think that's gonna that's gonna do us. Do mm-hmm. us about right for this week's episode. It's got this got a, a big one. Yeah. A big, big, chunky boy. Big, heavy, long one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us as we pontificate and discuss. Um, uh, we really appreciate it. This... Thanks uh, for coming
1: to our Global Politics podcast. Yeah.
0: Yes, thank you for coming to our lecture. We will be here every two weeks to discuss the uh, rising tide of communism in uh, Southeast, Southeast, Asia. Southeast Asia. <laughs> oh
3: my
0: God. Um, no, but thank you thank you for listening. This has been the MidiMapcast. Uh, you can find all of our episodes on midimap.com.au as well as podcast services everywhere. Um, if you're interested in hearing more about what we think about games, you can also listen to the Game Spoilers podcast. It's our monthly game club where we talk about a nominated game and we go away and play it and we come back and talk about it and then we pick a new one and we do that every month. So if you want to join in that conversation, uh, our next one that we're going to be playing is a bit different. It's not a narrative game, but it's actually a Sea of Thieves. Uh, so we're going to be talking about what that game's like uh, nearly a year after launch and some of our favorite moments playing together, playing that. Um... And you know, if you if you want to play with us, you know, maybe you can give it a download and hit us up on Twitter. We'll see if we uh, can line up. Aside um, from that, Jeremy, where can they
2: find you? You can find me on Twitter at Winnie the Xi Jinping.
1: <laughs> you can't say that. You
0: can I'm at KJ Palmer underscore twenty four on Twitter.
1: Junes J U N underscore E E S.
0: Okay, and you can also find the minimap Twitter at minimap au. Um I think that that's going to do it then. All right. Uh until next time. We'll see you later.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Bye.